Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the channel. Another episode for you guys. Hopefully it is one that is very encouraging, one that is very challenging, opening your eyes and allowing you to see where there are areas you may need to grow. Because even preparing this myself has caused me to look at a whole lot of reflection where areas I need to improve on, specifically in areas of boundaries. Many of you listening to this, you aren't married like I am. So obviously you may have a different approach to it, a different response to this situation, but I believe this is something we all should take seriously. In regards to this one, um, this topic came about because it was something obviously people always want to hear about boundaries, especially with friendships, but because of the amazing gospel artist, in my opinion, Kiera shared, not saying that just because I would love for her to, you know, click the channel and all that type of stuff. But no, I think it's an amazing artist. Um, she's a woman who posts about, you know, wanting to get married when she was single and all those things. So she was never, you know, hiding, um, you know, her desires and now God blessed her with the marriage and she's doing what she can to protect that marriage. But unfortunately, a lot of people seem to have taken exception to, you know, her perspective on it. And it just shows me how how common it is for our world to, you know, not really have boundaries or necessarily respect people that do have boundaries. So you, you get looked at as though something is wrong with you when you place certain things in mind. So she did an interview with page six. I don't know if that's like a blogger or something, but I looked it up. You can find the article online. Um, you can find a quick clip that people try to take out of context, um, you know, to, to attack her. But recently she celebrated her first anniversary with her husband. Um, and then she did this interview and in this interview, she's quoted saying, my mama has already told me don't have too many people around your house. I don't care how good you trust them or whatever it is. I'm very mindful and I'm careful. I would buy a friend a hotel room before I let them stay at my house. <laughs> you know, so they, that's what they quoted her saying. And they're looking like, man, this woman's so insecure. And I've been reading comments because I'm looking like Kara Share doesn't strike me as a person who needs validation from social media. Uh, but the problem is, you know, when, once you're a celebrity, you know, someone of her caliber or anyone with a platform, you know, unfortunately, you earn criticism. That's the way to put it. You earn criticism because of how great you are. People are going to constantly attack you, um, say things about you. But I believe the context that was taken out of out of context, I believe the problem is it was taken out of context because people made it seem like she said no man or no woman is allowed in my house. She said, I'm not letting people stay for an extended period of time. And that is, you know, wise. You know, I know what it means to my family allow people to stay with us. And then, you know, you thought they were only going to be there for a week. And then you see them in a month or you see them in a year. And it's just like, hey, when are they getting out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I understand, whereas you can't allow someone to, you know, to, to, to just infringe on, you, you know, your property. You know, you cannot allow your home or your, your marriage or things that's sacred to you. Just, you know, anyone just come, you know, come right in, you know? So it's not like she had a problem with people coming to her house and they, you know, clearly took her out of context when she was really just saying, no, nah, I'm cautious, you know, just using wisdom, you know? And I think obviously many of you and you're, you're just dating. So you may not see it that way because you, you know, you're not living with your boyfriend or girlfriend or you shouldn't be. According to the scriptures, um, we should be trying to avoid fornication. You know what I'm saying? But that's a story for another day. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna upset the people in the comment section. But this is definitely more important once you're married. You know, and I can understand her sentiment. Realizing, man, there's been plenty of times where it, my lack of boundaries, whether dating or even married, has made me realize, oh. Things can escalate very quickly if I don't exercise boundaries, you know? So don't think that just because you're dating somebody 
that the world needs to go ahead and just respect your union. Yeah, the people should respect your union, but I must respect my union. Kiara shared is saying, no, I must protect my union. And that's what a lot of people don't even understand. I'm not saying my husband is a bad guy, my wife is a bad person. No, I'm just protecting what's mine. You know, but I genuinely believe there's a lot that's valid, you know, that goes along with the things that she was saying. And that's what I want to make today's episode about. Um, because even the Bible says it, I'll read it in the CSB, Proverbs 25, 17 says it like this. Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house. Otherwise, he'll get sick of you and hate you. So the very Bible that we claim to abide by tells us, stop going to people's house so much. Don't be up in people's house because they will get tired of you. So we shouldn't even desire to want to be in our friend's house all the time because people can get annoyed like, I need my personal space. There's nothing wrong with having personal space. Um, you know, so the Bible tells us, you know, people shouldn't be getting comfortable inside your home like that because it's easy for you to begin to have a problem with them, dislike them or things like that. You know, when it even comes about, you know, things like boundaries are necessary, um, not even just myself, but, you know, like a perfect example is this, the latest thing that just happened with this Christian hip hop artist. His name is Gavi. He's a, he's an artist. He's a um, producer, you know, great at his craft, but unfortunately was dropped from his label because of sending inappropriate images to women while married. Um, that's definitely something I'll probably talk about in another video. A lot of people have addressed this. And I don't, I don't like attacking people when they're down. I feel like a lot of people talk about these subjects just to go viral. So I'm not really um, sure I want to do that. I addressed it with our Patreon community about the principles we needed to learn from there. Um, some things that we need to understand, some things I have to reflect on as a married person to ensure that I'm not ending up in that same scenario. Um, but... If you guys want me to talk about that, please feel free to DM me and say address it in YouTube. But Patreon community, we addressed it there because that's a healthy community. Whereas I know that's a judgment-free zone. People can confess their issues and people can talk about their struggles. Anywho, but before we dive into today's episode on the things we need to understand about boundaries um, within our friendships while dating or while married, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor of the episode, which is BetterHelp. And they're a resource that I'm telling you guys about because as Christians, we must, and I say this all the time, but we must prioritize our mental health. Um, there are a lot of people that are in the church that are depressed, dealing with anxiety, trauma, all these things that they don't know how to, um, to get through it. And that, yes, prayer works, but it's okay to talk to someone. Um, you know, so BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect, connect in a safe and private online environment. You have a counselor that can be contacted at any time. Also, you can set up phone or video calls as you may desire. So if you're facing any of those types of anxieties or issues along those lines, please understand they've been recruiting counselors in all 50 states. Even if you're not even in America, you can get the help you need from BetterHelp. So if you're feeling burdened down, I want you to enjoy a more stress-free life. And as one of our listeners, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com godly. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash godly. So today, today I want to talk about three things we all need to grasp in regards to boundaries. Hopefully this episode is not too long. I want you guys to leave with some value though. So I want you to stick with me to the end. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. The first thing I want you to understand in regards to creating these boundaries in your relationships is this. Just because you can trust them doesn't mean that you should be foolish. A lot of people, I saw a lot of comments saying, well, well, if she's worried about her friends coming to her house and sleep with her husband, then they're not really her friends. And why, why are you having people in your house that you can't really trust? And it's like, who says I don't trust my friends? 
The problem is so many of us, we don't realize how sneaky the devil is. He's waiting on an opportunity. I heard a preacher once say the devil is an opportunist. He knows where you struggle and you can be on a mountaintop all year long, but he knows that if I just wait till February 14th on Valentine's Day when you're lonely and you're thirsty and you're, you just wish some guy paid you attention, all I got to do is send that brother with chocolate and some flowers and you're going to drop the draws. Can I say it like that, church folk? You know, I ain't trying to offend nobody, but I'm just being realistic. He is an opportunist. He's waiting on that moment where you can resist temptation all year long. And he's, he's going to keep trying, obviously, but he waits until that one moment where you're so frustrated with your boss, that one moment where you're so frustrated at work and you're so frustrated church did things you didn't like. And you're really just that one moment of temptation. You get that text from the, from the ex you used to talk to. Or if in, in this scenario, it could have been that one moment where Kiara and her husband were just so frustrated with one another because y'all know married people argue, right? I hope y'all know that. Married people argue. But it could have been that one moment where she was so frustrated with her husband and they're not talking and he's like, man, whatever, I'm gonna sleep on the couch. And it could be that one moment you have a friend in your house where the temptation or they probably wore something that the husband probably shouldn't have been looking at or they shouldn't have been wearing that. You never know what opportunity the devil was waiting on. And it's so easy for us to look at it like, nah, nah, man, I could trust them. Yeah, I could trust myself, but I, I have made so many bad decisions that could have ruined my life, ruined my marriage, ruined my future, ruined my, my ministry. Just because you trust someone doesn't mean you should be foolish. Boundaries will always be needed, you know, and I don't care if you've known this person your whole life. I got some friends that I've known since kindergarten. No one can tell me that the, those aren't my family, but they ain't living with me. I could tell you that much, not because I don't trust them. If you need a place to crash, boom, go ahead, bro. We got a back room for you. But you're talking about you need a whole month. You need a few weeks. You need, listen here, we're going to have to work out a plan. I'm going to help you on Indeed.com because you're not about to be out here with my family and I got to work, you know, you know what I'm saying? So like it was a situation recently where, you know, someone, you know, helping me set up my studio and I know he listened to this episode. I'm, it's not like I'm hiding anything, but I was just, he was just like, oh, you need me to work on some stuff because um, some of the stuff that you guys are seeing, um, I have a guy, you know, perfect, my boy, um, he's setting up all this Patreon community, appreciate you guys for allowing us, you know, to be able to afford all of these things, um, but one of my homies was like, oh, I could just work on it, and I was like, cool, I get home at this time, he was just like, I could work on it now, and I'm just like, nah, I'll wait, <laughs> i wait till I'm there, um, and even Martha was like, oh, that, you know, it wouldn't have bothered me, because the, the office is on the other end of her office, but my thing is, we have to understand that, yeah, just because there is no temptation there, doesn't mean you want to flirt with the idea. And I'm not saying, I'm just using my example because I don't want you to feel as though I'm judging anyone or I'm only speaking about Kiara. I want us all to look at our, ourselves in these shoes and understand that, yeah, well, many of you, if you can honestly say the last time you got into sin or sexual temptation or pornography or any of these things, it probably was in a moment of frustration or weakness, a moment when you let your guard down. All these things happen when you just let your guard down. That's how sin operates. Every single time I make a dumb decision, I realize, man, I was I was a little too um, you know, a little too comfortable. You know, I was a little too casual. I wasn't I wasn't paying attention. And obviously I'm not worrying about, you know, man, I gotta I gotta watch Shafa to make sure she, she does something. I don't and I don't want her to feel as though, man, I gotta watch the bars, make sure nothing happens. But I want us to understand that if we aren't vigilant, the enemy is waiting on opportunity to destroy our marriage. Godly marriages 
are always going to be under attack because the devil knows a marriage united together under God's holy plan is a weapon against him. He knows that we show the world what it means to uh, to to actually live in holiness. He knows what it means um what what a godly home actually shows true purity. He knows that a godly marriage shows God's love for the church. So when he sees a home that's resembling things that he hates because the devil hates God and he hates you, when he sees that you're resembling the things of God, he's going to try to do everything in his power to destroy you. Everything in his power to destroy your union. So never feel as though Nah, man, I ain't got to worry about none. Nah, nah, I could let people in my house. Nah, I could. Yeah, that's how the enemy works. You know what I mean? And it's a principle to everything. You know, I, that's that's how my parents raised me as well. You ain't got people up in your house, you know, and no one can believe. Because the thing is, it's one thing that Kiara shared said something. Um, you know, I don't let people in my house like that. It's one thing that she said that. But, you know, imagine if she did let people in her house all the time and nothing ever happens. 30 years goes by, happy marriage, and people are always in and out of her house. Nothing happens. Don't you know there's a lot of people that are still going to find a way to judge her and say, oh, I wonder if that guy she let in the house is, you know, she's actually dating the pool boy. Oh, I wonder if her husband is cheating with that. We should not give ourselves the opportunity to be spoken evil of. Don't let your good be evil spoken of. That's one of the things the Bible says, and I believe in Book of Romans. You have to understand that when you are doing the right thing, you have to also pay attention to how it appears. Because a lot of times we do things that we're not understanding. We love to say, God knows my heart. Yeah, God knows your heart, but the world doesn't. The world only knows what you show them. So we have to make sure that, yes, God knows my heart, but I'm also being wise with my witness. I can't witness the people when they think I'm living like them. You know, so... Please understand that they can love you, you know, your, your your spouse can love you, your friends can love you, and still make poor decisions. You know, you can have a great relationship, and trust me, the enemy is going to try to interfere. So you have to pay attention that many of you want you want to live for God. You have to make sure that you're avoiding the situations that could be tempting. Um, I believe it's 1 Thessalonians where the Bible says to abstain from all appearance of evil. So avoid anything that looks like it can be evil. And technically, this is a situation that can escalate. So the goal is to avoid anything that can lead me into sin. Like I spoke on a couple episodes ago with Pastor Jerry, he always mentioned something called ushers. So it may not be sin, but does this invite sin into my life? You may not be sleeping with them, but them in your house all the time. Is that drawing something in your heart or mind, or could it possibly draw something in your heart or mind? That's when we have to understand that we need to be wise about it. Because the Bible says like this in Philippians 3, 3, for we are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. I think a lot of people don't understand how weak they really are. It's like we get to this point where we feel as though, ah, man, I'm so strong spiritually. I've been reading my Bible plan. I've been praying every day. I've been fasting. I serve in ministry. I got a title. Yeah, all of those things are great. But don't ever get to the point where you feel as though you are you are there because of your own might. Bible says not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, by the spirit of God is how all of these things are. um, We're overcoming by his spirit is how we are blessed, not because of our actions. So you have to understand, I can't put my confidence. I can't put my trust in my flesh. I have to understand that it is God that is keeping me. It is not it is not. okay. well, my wife has a friend coming over. Okay, well, I don't find her attractive, so she could come over. Nah, you think it's the attraction? The devil is waiting to destroy you if you think you can find confidence in your flesh. Don't ever think you can overestimate yourself. And and I'm not saying my struggle is your struggle because maybe you're listening to this and you're looking at it like, oh, I never struggled with lust. It's not a matter of struggling with lust, but you have to understand the way sin works. 
It creeps in subtly and it waits on an opportunity to destroy you. So please understand that David fell into sin and he was the only man in scripture. The Bible said was a man after God's own heart. I don't know if God can give that compliment to every single Christian alive that we're, we're a man or a woman after his own heart. I would love to um, God to view me that way. But at the same time, even if God does view me that way, that does not mean I can't fall into sin. You know, so me loving Jesus is not enough for me to not stumble, but it is me walking in the spirit. Galatians 5, 16, 17, I say then, walk by the spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh desires what is against the spirit and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want. So please understand he's saying you have to walk in the spirit only when you're walking in the spirit will your life please God only when you're aiming to live according to the will of God. Are you going to be able to live in a way that's pleasing him and understand that your flesh is at war with your spirit? So while you want to study, you want to read God's word, you want to grow spiritually, you want to have a godly marriage. Every part of your flesh does not. Your spirit says, I want to have a holy union, but your flesh says, I could commit adultery. I could watch porn. I could cheat on my spouse. I could do all those things. And trust me, you may not feel as though that's in your heart, but I have to search me all the time and realize, boy, I got to get these thoughts in order, whether I'm on social media, man, I got to get off social media. I'm at the gym, boy, let me turn my head. I got to lift weights and then put my head down because I ain't trying to look at nothing. Many of y'all can't be real like that. I will keep it real. You know what I'm saying? And I, I believe I have the most beautiful wife in the world. That does not mean temptation cannot arise. Please understand the enemy does not care about your union. He wants to destroy you. And until Christians get the hang of that, we will constantly live in a cycle of repetitive falling into sin. So please understand those boundaries that Kiara Sher was talking about. People could judge her, whatever, but she's doing that because God blessed her with a spouse and she wants to keep that union thriving. The second thing that I'll say in regards to, excuse me, the second thing I'll say in regards to um, boundaries in your friendship, boundaries with your friends while dating or married is this. You do need to keep company with people that you can trust their character. Um, I think that's very wise. Proverbs thirteen twenty. you know, he that walks with the wise will be wise, but a companions of fools will suffer harm. The Bible makes it very clear that if I'm not living in a way that pleases God and I have friends around me that are helping me grow, it's a chance that because of their wisdom, because of their spirit, I will be I will be pushed further into my purpose. But if I'm hanging around fools, spiritual idiots, sorry, that's not a biblical thing. And I don't mean nothing to anyone, but you guys are just, you don't care about the things of God. You don't care about my union. You don't care about my growth. You don't care about my purpose. You don't care about my goals. If I'm hanging around those people, it's easy that I'm going to end up going downhill like they are. So you have to understand that it's not God trying to stop you from being friends with people. But if you want to hang around people, but if you want your marriage to grow, you should hang around people that you see their marriage thriving, not people that are on their fourth marriage and miserable on the internet. No, you should be around people that are helping you succeed. So if you know you're a person that you're in a relationship right now or you are married and your friends are messy, listen, I don't know what to tell you, but there is absolutely no reason why you're hanging around these people. There's no reason why you're hanging around people and you know they're not supporting your marriage. You're hanging around people that you know God has called you to some form of ministry. You feel a deeper desire towards prayer, but everyone you follow is leading to foolishness. Everyone in your environment, in your house, in your ear, everyone in your DMs, everyone texting you, everyone with access to you does not have the same desire of growing with you. 
then I'm telling you, it can negatively impact your relationship. Not just your walk with God, but your relationship. Two of, two of the most important things you can have in your life. A walk with God and a godly spouse. And you don't want to have the wrong influences speaking into your spirit. You know, the Bible makes it clear to us that light and darkness doesn't mix. Um, and a lot of times we think that's only talking about unequally yoked relationships. But so many of us, we have to... We have to take a step back and say, God, do I have some unequally yoked friendships that you're asking me to address? Because a lot of the unequally yoked relationships that we have um, are not the person that we're dating, but we have that secular friend that's telling us it's okay to have sex, even though the word of God is telling us to abstain and wait until marriage. You have that friend that is bringing the negativity or bringing the toxic mindset or bringing the all men are this, all women are that. So now you can't trust who you're with because you have that negative person in your ear. You have to understand that the per- the people that you place around you need to have boundaries in every single aspect. You know, I don't think... We should only have all safe friends. I think you should have unsafe friends. That's how you're going to reach them. But you cannot tell me I love Jesus with everything inside of me. And the people that are speaking the most influence into your life are people without the same values and goals. That's probably going to cause a clash. That's not going to allow you to be properly aligned with your purpose. And ultimately, we want to be aligned with our purpose. We want to be aligned with what God is saying, you know, and I get You know, we connect with people for different reasons. I played sports. There were some people on the football team. Outside of football, we have nothing to discuss. We have nothing to talk about, but we were one unit when we played sports. The military, I care nothing about you guys because some of y'all are just odd. I I, I don't even understand. But when it comes to work, when it comes to respecting you, when it comes to loving you, when it comes to doing this mission, we are one unit. But outside of work, hey, bro, you know, you kick rocks. But you have to understand that we're going to be having connections with people in all different avenues. But when the people are in your inner circle, even Jesus with the 12 disciples only had a few, only had three that he would go, you know, to the mountaintop. Only three when he says, come with me to the garden. There was only select people, even amongst a, a small group of 12. Jesus is like, well, these three was experienced me on a deeper level. Everyone should not be allowed access to you. Please understand that. You know, and I'm not saying go around and. Only date people that are pastors and teachers. Only, only you know, have friends that are pastors and teachers. But you should have people in your life that are always pushing you to grow. Don't be around people that are keeping you at the same level spiritually or pulling you back to where God is delivering you from. You know, I want us to understand that these people are going to influence our walk with God. Because even 2 Corinthians, excuse me, eleven fourteen says that even a devil disguises himself as an angel of light. So you need to understand that you have to be able to trust the people around you. You have to be able to see the fruit of their lifestyle because the enemy is going to come in like a friend. When God has a plan for your life, he sends the right godly people around you. And when the devil wants to take you off course, he will send a distraction your way every single time without question. So you have to understand, excuse me, that God does not want us hanging around people just because I knew them forever. I could trust them. I could allow them into my house. Yeah, and that's the moment, you know, the temptation happens, you know, so you have to be wise about it, you know, because when we think about the the lust with, um, you know, David, you know, lusting after Bathsheba, we have to, we, a lot, I feel like a lot of times we, we take it out of context or we misinterpret it, but the way I view it was David saw her, she was in the comfort of her own home, like how Kara shared a saying, anything can happen in the comfort of my own home. This isn't the 21st century where they have a house and you have windows and the blinds and no one could see her. Nah, she's probably out in the open or, you know, it's not proper privacy, you know, based on how houses were built in those times. But, you know, she's showering and, you know, David sees her, 
you know, and it's not even like she's doing it for attention. And the reason why I genuinely don't believe Beth Sheba was trying to get attention, because a lot of people interpret it that way, um, probably because we have a, you know, male dominant society. So they always try to attack women. Um, but uh, the reason why I don't believe Beth Sheba was trying to get attention is because the Bible clearly says that she was cleansing herself, you know, because of her monthly purification, which means since she just got off her period. I've never met a woman who just got off their period that wants other people to be aware of it. Like, nah, they feel gross. They want to get clean. It. They just want to get all, all that off of them, you know? And she, while she's doing that, David sees her and he's like, man, sis looking like a snack. You know, I need to get me that. But my point is she was not trying to get his attention. You know, she was in the comfort of her own home and he, he saw something he wanted. Now, if someone is allowed in your home and they see you, and they're paying attention to like the curves and they're paying attention to, ah, oh, man, I, boy, I just, man, I need me a piece of that. Even if, even if you're happily married and they respect your marriage, but they keep watching and you never know what temptation can bring. And we see David with the man after God's own heart. What did he do? Commit adultery. And it led to a spiral of other sins, murder, lying, covering up all types of things. So you have to understand that happened in the privacy of someone's own home. You know, my point is this. You know, David, all of us can say was a man of integrity prior to this moment. Everyone probably would assume David was a man of integrity just because you're a person with integrity does not mean you can place yourself in harmful positions just because you're a person with the God spirit, just because you're anointed, just because you have the Holy Ghost, just because you wear your suits and you speak in tongues does not mean God is not. God has made you invincible to sin. You can still fall if you are not exercising wisdom, if you're not exercising boundaries. And that's where I failed over and over. Um, anytime I feel like, okay, well, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. I don't even stop to realize, okay, I probably shouldn't have done that, said that, because I just got comfortable. You know, when you get comfortable spiritually, that's when the enemy steps in, you know? So please understand that what's really in our hearts only truly pops up in a moment of temptation. You know, because none of us believe that we're liars until we're tempted to tell a lie. None of us believes we're thieves until we see a bag, you know, full of a hundred thousand dollars and no one is going to know that we took it. None of us, you know, you don't really know what's in your heart until that temptation arises. You know, so you have to understand that you have to exercise wisdom, even though we shouldn't be foolish, you know, going to certain places that can cause sin. We shouldn't be around people that lack character. You know, the Bible make, makes us know in Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. excuse me. That iron sharpens iron. So if I'm aiming to grow spiritually, there should be someone on my side that is helping me grow and someone I'm helping them grow. Not someone who feels as though we're in competition. Not someone who feels as though they need what I have. You know, all those things, those aren't helpful. So you need to make sure that you have friends that are sharpening iron. First Corinthians 15, 33, evil communications corrupt good manners, good morals. Your lifestyle would be impacted by the voices that you listen to. So if my company is harmful, my lifestyle will be will be draining. My lifestyle will go downhill. You have to understand that the people that you surround yourself with will impact your relationship. You know, and even if these people aren't lustful, because a lot of you feel as though I walk and let them around my spouse because they aren't lustful. Yeah. Or let them around my, my person I'm dating. You still need to be careful of allowing people that gossip. People that that backbite and slander others, people that that talk down on ministry. Yeah, I've seen so many people. They love the church, 
But then they start talking bad about their pastor, talking bad about the ministry, talking bad about their organization. Why? Because they're around critical people with critical wounded hearts. And when that person bleeds onto them, they start bleeding onto others. And you're passing on that judgmental spirit. Why? Because you allowed a judgmental voice into your life. So people that are gossiping and all those things and lukewarm, manipulative, <laughs> manipulative, um, they can negatively impact you as well. So be careful of any type of voice that, are, that is around you. Kara shared wasn't wrong. She's not saying, oh, my friends are thoughts and they're trying to sleep with my man. No, she just like, I don't need that in my household. Like, I'll go get y'all a hotel. To me, thank God, you know, sis got money. She could probably get me a five-star hotel. I don't know how people are upset by this, but that just shows how, how little value we place on marriage or how much we don't even, you know, exercise boundaries in our relationships. And the last thing I'll say, third thing I'll say regarding boundaries is that the boundaries you create for your relationship does not need society to approve of them. I feel as though it's probably the most important because when you make a decision to honor God, a lot of us, man, we get so afraid of backlash. Don't be afraid of backlash. I feel as though I'm talking to myself. Like that's been my biggest issue. There's been so many times where I'm struggling with lust and I'm just like, well, I, I know I got to unfollow certain accounts, but if I unfollow them, they'll feel like I don't love them and I'm, I'm judgmental and I'm hateful and I'm this and I'm that. If I tell them, hey, don't run those jokes around me. If I say, hey, I can't go here anymore. I, I don't know. Nah, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that conversation. It's like that fear creeps in, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling I'm like, as I'm speaking, I'm being convicted because I know this is where, where I have gone wrong, both before dating um, and while married. Like I realized like, man, if I. I don't want to come across like I'm, you know, I'm too Jesus, you know, too churchy that I can't be relatable, but that has affected me. You know what I mean? And those types of things can affect your marriage where you're, 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 you're changing your views based on what people think. Please don't water down your, your truth. Please don't water down your biblical convictions. Please don't water down your boundaries in order to get people to approve of you because if God is pleased, it does not matter what they do. And I like just recently, my wife and I, we started working on like a list of just having boundaries. We had a list when we were dating and just realized we needed a list now as well, you know, like, you know, protect us, um, you know, so create a list and I could just look at it. And I'm looking like, I'm sure when I exercise this list or if I don't respond to someone or if I don't entertain something, someone may look at it like, hey, man, are you acting brand new? You know what I'm saying? People might look at you kind of funny, but it's not a matter of acting brand new. I'm doing this to, to honor my wife and I'm doing this to honor God. And I can't honor them if I'm too busy trying to please people, you know? So if you won't compromise, I don't want you guys to compromise out of fear, you know? If you are someone who maybe you've had those mistakes and you're listening on YouTube, I definitely want y'all to drop that in the comments. You know, let me know how how it's been for you as a person trying to honor God and you're not... Um, you know, you feel as though you've always compromised. You've always, you know, changed up your you know, your stance because you didn't want to make people uncomfortable. But I want you to comment to say, I ain't doing that no more. You know, no longer will I, I change my biblical convictions to please people. Um, you know, Paul says it like this in Galatians 4, 16, I'm reading the NLT. Have I now become your enemy because I am telling the truth? People will become offended when you start living for God. People will become offended when you start exercising boundaries and not allowing them to talk to you any kind of way or not allowing them so much access into your life, not allowing them to drain you, people will be offended. And it's like, am I your enemy now because I, I created boundaries? That's how I want you to, when you look at that verse, I said, I want you to look at Paul is saying like, all it was tell you guys the truth. 
you guys knew I loved you all along. Why are you offended now that I'm telling you the truth? So now you have to let people know, you know, I have nothing against you, but I'm just guarding my relationship. Am I become your enemy because I want to protect my union? That's what we need to understand because people online, and I'm sure Kara shared probably, if she did see it, I pro- she probably was looking like, wow, well, that's offensive, you know, but people were calling her insecure and, you know, making it seem like, ah, she just worried her man gonna leave her, her man ain't faithful. And it's like people were doing the most, but they felt she was doing this out of fear when in reality, she just doing this because she feels it's wise. Her mama, you know, I think it's her mama's Dorinda Clark Cole. I can't remember, uh, Clark shared. I can't remember which one was her mom, but her mom is another amazing artist and probably been married longer than Kara's been born. You know what I'm saying? She's looking at it like, my mama gave me wisdom. I'm exercise wisdom. I want my marriage to be great too. You know, and that's what we need to understand. This shows wisdom on Kiara's part. And we must exercise wisdom and not allow ourselves to get to the point where we feel as though, well, people are going to, people are people don't like when we do this. People would love if I just let them in my house. People would love if I just let them, you know, and just like, nah, people would be just fine if you exercise boundaries. Because you're not doing it for people, but you're doing it for you and God. You know, let me read these verses to you. First Peter 4, 3-5, it says, You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy, their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties, and their terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. But remember that they will have to face God, who stands ready to judge everyone both the living and the dead. People are going to judge you when you aren't doing what they're doing. People are going to judge you when you aren't making them happy. People are going to judge you when your actions don't line up with theirs or don't line up with their desires. But people are going to judge you whether they do, whether you're doing what they say or not. People are going to talk no matter what it is. So why not just honor God? Why not just respect your union? Why not just create boundaries? Because we're not doing this for people. We're doing this because we want to honor God. People are going to slander us. You know, these verses show us that people are going to ridicule and mock us, man. And we get that. And I understand no one wants to go through that. But at the same time, I can't adjust my stance. I can't adjust my convictions. I cannot no longer live any kind of way just to make you happy. But I have to do what is right for me and what's right for my family. And that's what it boils down to for Kiara and for any of us who's listening in a marriage or you're desiring marriage. You know, so if you're constantly changing things based off people, please understand you're never going to impress people. You're never going to impact people that you're trying to impress. And you're never going to change a world that you're conformed to. And no one is going to respect your union if you won't. So that's all I got for today. If you're listening on YouTube and you listen to the end, that means it brought some value. Hit the like button, subscribe, please share. I appreciate you guys. If you're listening just on Apple, go ahead and leave five-star review. Share this with some friends. Grab the merch. Um, This shirt is actually on sale. Um, We're restocking very soon. So if you did not see your size previously when you went on, go ahead and check again now. Or message me and I'll respond back to your email as soon as the, the clothes are restocked. But appreciate you guys. I'm grateful for especially Patreon community. I say it all the time. But they allowed me to get a whole new way to stream this stuff. And it's like a godsend. You know, so I appreciate you guys. We have so much more in store. Thankful, you know, thankful is an understatement. And I'm just excited for what God has in store for you guys and for your relationship. So remember, keep boundaries. Forget what people think. And Jesus loves you. (laughs) Love y'all. Peace.